Securities offered through Kester Investment Services, LLC, Kestra IS, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Capital Advisory Group, Inc. is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Neither Kestra IS nor Kestra AS provide legal or tax advice and are not certified public accounting firms. work hard for your money. For the next hour, you're going to learn how to keep what's yours. Capital Advisory Group presents Keep What's Yours. Here is Josh Gilbert and Jeff Zufall. Hello and welcome to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert sitting here with Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Hello, Jeff. Hi. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you, too. We are here for you every week to talk taxes. I know everybody, oh, God, I show about taxes. Well, do you pay taxes? Do I pay taxes? Do you pay taxes, Jeff? Everyone listening pays taxes. Have you ever run into any sort of scenario where the government has deemed someone tax-free? Uh, never tax-free, just not earning enough income to file a tax return. And you say, hey, that's great. But again, at the end of the day, maybe not. <laughs> right. Well, I'd rather have income. Ex- income, exactly, know? to have the problem of paying taxes right. versus not have the income and go, hey, I don't have to file a tax return. Is it possible to retire, have all of your money – already moved into like some sort of Roth or something, um, get your Social Security, which is not supposed to be taxed, and be completely tax-free in retirement? Uh, borderline. Um, it could be the income would have to be low. Um, but the trick would be every time that you do take out money, so you'd still have to file a return. And here's why. The Roth is the kicker. The Roth IRA, when you take money out of it, it's still going to generate a 1099 each Cause, year. Well, because theoretically, the way a Roth works, the money that's in there that accrues, you earn money on that, exactly. is tax-free. That's exactly. the it benefit is. of the yes. Roth. But the way that the, the whoever holds that Roth, the, the, the reporting of the tax are not taxable is at the tax return level. So every time, every year as you go forward, we run into this a lot. Every year as you go forward and you do a contribution to a Roth, you need to tell your tax preparer that you did that, okay? And we usually – we might pick it up from what's called a 5498, which is just fair market value of the account previous December 31st. But it also say, hey, they did 4000 2000 6000 to a Roth. So the taxable side of a Roth withdrawal actually resides on the tax return. And the key is you get a 1099 – and it says there's a box on it that's checked. It says, say you take ten grand out of your Roth. The box is checked, taxable amount not determined. So what takes place is you got to take it to the tax return level and you plug in that $10,000. The tax return knows, hey, you put $100,000 in this Roth, so the ten you're taking out is not taxable and it doesn't tax it on the actual tax return. Okay. So but you if, still have to file. Exactly. But right. if you've never told or, or keyed into the tax software that you put it in, in your the contributions, first place. it's going to make it taxable right. for you because it's not it – Because where, where did this come from? Yeah. How do we know it exactly. came from a Roth? Because you could move it from multiple accounts over the years. You could put money – put $1,000 at the bank, $1,000 at a brokerage account in a Roth. Um, and if you don't put it on the tax return, that's the issue. So typically what we see is somebody takes money out of a Roth. 
they come to us and they're like, oh, it makes it taxable every time I can't fix it. It's just because it doesn't have the contributions keyed in it as a It didn't basis. show when it came in. Exactly. And then it shows it coming out. Yeah. And so, and so where did like, this money come it's from? It's like, hey, it's all taxable. Well, that makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. and, and this is the so, whole thing that we talk about. If you stay within the guardrails yeah. of the United States ta- tax code, the IRS isn't going to bother you. Exactly. If you If you show where the money went in... Then when it goes out, well, okay, got yeah, it. Exactly. I mean, otherwise, you know, isn't that like money laundering, right? It, technically, <laughs> it's like, well, where did this money come from? You know, all of a sudden, you're you've got a hundred thousand dollars, and you didn't tell us where it came exactly. from. Exactly, and it just shows up, and you're like, hey, I don't want to pay tax on it. Right. So, so the federal government knows everything about us, and I think pretty much, <laughs> I think we're just going to have to come to terms with that. Yes. And this whole idea of the IRS hiring a bunch of new agents to go after people who have been uh, misfiling their tax returns uh, yeah. or people we'll, who have we'll been call cheating. Misfiling. <laughs> also, people who have been cheating on their tax returns are those people who, God bless them, just don't want to file a tax return. Yes. Um, the government's coming after them because technically they are in the wrong. They want their money. You know, and it's, well, I got away yeah. with it in years past. Well, don't tell the IRS that. Exactly. They hate that. And that, and yeah, and you, you don't want to say that. But I mean, it, with COVID and everything that has taken place in the last couple of years, I'm not saying everybody go cheat on your taxes by no means. But what's taken place is we've seen some loose guidance, if you want to call it that, from the IRS. Now, going forward, we're starting to see a little bit more of, um, I don't want to say a clear path because they never really give a clear path. But kind of a clearer path, like, hey, you might want to worry about that kind of stuff. Um, and I see that enforcement getting more, uh, I'll say, uh, tighter over the next few years. Yeah. So if you're like, hey, I did that the last four years, nobody said a word. Well, yeah, I, I get that. But you may not want to do that going 23, going forward. And don't, when you get in there, don't remind them that you've been doing it the past four years. Well, yeah, they can don't. go backwards. <laughs> Say, all right, well, let's yeah. see. Let's well, see what you have been up to. If you ever get audited and you are really sitting in an audit, um, less is more. That's the easiest way to explain it. If right. you give too many details, they may go, oh, hey, we're going to forget this and go here. <laughs> oh, well, that was small potatoes. Yeah. Let's see what you've exactly. really been up yeah. to. But so. if I do everything right, I contribute to a Roth, which is taxable mm-hmm. on the front end. I'm yes. just taking money that they've already taxed. After-tax money. I'm dumping it into a Roth. Whatever grows inside that is tax-free. Well, it's, it's, so it grows tax-deferred. Deferred. Which means you don't pay any current income tax on any capital gains, dividends, you know, whatever, as it moves forward. And then when you get to the – as long as you play the game with the right time frame. 59 and a half. Five years or 59 and a half, um, whichever is longer. Um, when you get there, then you go to take it out. It will not be taxable. It will not be taxable. Yes. So there's a way for me to dump some money into my Roth. It's already yes. taxed. The government is not allowed to tax us twice. Well, for the most part, <laughs> Social Security. If you really look well, at that, yeah, it, if you look it's, at it's, that it's, that's almost a triple tax. Um, um, but, but theoretically, can't fix that <laughs> on my money that I put in the Roth. They're not going to tax me yes. again if I play the game the correct way. Exactly. And so I can retire and and maybe not, not have to pay taxes. Not pay tax. It's very possible. It would have to be strategically laid out to get there. Right. So, and I probably won't be living the biggest highfalutin no, you, lifestyle. No, you will not but, be driving the Maserati, right. um, guaranteed. But you won't have to pay any tax either. Right, I can rent. <laughs> I can rent one. You um, could too. <laughs> yeah, 
You and me, Maserati. That's right. We rent them at noon. <laughs> um, so that's kind of the idea of what of what Jeff does. And I can come to him, and I do come to him. Full disclosure: Jeff does my taxes every year. I come to him and I say, Jeff, this is this is our plan. This is our I say twenty year plan. And Jeff yes. looks at my finances and goes, Let's make it a thirty year plan. Thirty two. Yeah. Don't. Oh, it's gone up. Um, Markets, yeah. market's not doing too good right now. So. Don't get too comfortable. Uh, you're going to be working well into your 70s. But I say this is the plan that we want to have. And, and Jeff can take a look and not only plan out for the next 32 years, exactly. <laughs> but plan out every single quarter, Yeah, quarterly. You, you know? just look at it on a – we'd look at it on an annual, but we could break it down quarterly, monthly, however you'd like to look at it as you go forward. What can I do now to keep more of my money 32 years exactly. from now? And what can I do now to keep more of my money every two weeks when I get a paycheck? Yes. So the, the tax question is not just something that comes up April 15th of every yeah. year or comes up when I'm looking to retire. Oh, five years. It's ongoing. I'm going to retire in five years. Let's start looking at my tax – um, and again, it, it'll probably change. Um, you look at from each administration, four-year terms, eight-year terms. Tax code is, is different now adjust, than it was 10 yeah, years ago. And they'll adjust tax tax code as you go forward. It's all part of the, the game, if Playing you want to call it. Playing the game. Yes. And that's the thing. It's, yeah. it's like for the longest time, Jeff, I'm like, I don't have any money. What do I, yeah. what do I care? But I did have a little bit of money. Yes. You know, any I could have socked away. You know, uh, even a hundred bucks per paycheck, exactly, and that would have done. <clears throat> if, you, if you're putting compound five, interest, most people are like, "Oh, I don't want to start that. I'm not going to worry about it because I'll have the money next year or two years from now." Don't. Even if you ha- we have little uh, simple IRA plans that they're doing twenty twenty five dollars a month through you know different manufacturers in St. Louis. The concept is get something going, just a, a minimal dollar amount, and then each year just kind of braise it one percent. Two percent, whatever the case may be, and it's it's out of sight, out of mind. As time goes on, you'll you'll. I'll never miss it because I'll never exactly. see it comes it comes out yep. of my paycheck before I even get a chance yeah. to touch it, you know. And that the last thing I'll be doing is blowing it on burritos and yes. candy. So, <laughs> um, you know, make it go towards something that I can't touch. Slurpees, and, yeah. <laughs> because I'll if I got it, Jeff, I'll spend it. Oh, yeah. So, and, and that's just, human nature. That's you know different than anybody else. Take it away from yep. me before I have a chance to do if it's that. in your pocket, you'll spend it. So. And, you know, when, when we looked at uh, my son's schooling, I always bring this up every week. My son's schooling, we have to pay for that. Well, there's a, there's a way for us to do a, a yes. flex spending account to sock some money away pre-tax and then use that to pay for school. And before you know it, we just saved uh, 1200 bucks. Exactly. A year, and that's—I mean—that's money. That's, that's that's real, real money. Money <laughs> that would have otherwise gone to the federal government. Exactly, in and the you form never of taxes. never see it ever again. So we kept five grand, and the government would have taxed us on that yes. money, and that would have gone off. It would have equaled twelve hundred bucks. It would yep. have gone off twenty-four percent tax rate. Yep. Go gone off to the federal Oof. government. Who knows where? You know, it's paying for two toilet seats now. Yes, um, <laughs> and maybe one and a half. And a hammer, <laughs> you know, and otherwise, I get to keep it exactly. And the federal government is fine with that because it's going towards a good cause: childcare, exactly. schooling, yep. um, 
You can do it with medical bills, do mm-hmm. uh, a health savings account. Health savings, yeah, same thing. Um, you know, the government is well, who they are. You know, big bad. Go- I'm here from the government. I'm, I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> they're big bad government, but there are some <laughs> things in the tax code written in there that are beneficial that to actually us. help us. Yes, you know, for you all just, those, you just yeah. need to know when to apply it and how to apply it. Um, and don't like we're seeing a lot of people that are like, hey, why can't I do this year? Um, on if they're doing their own taxes, they're starting to call, saying, "I can't take a you know six hundred dollar charitable contribution this year." Well, in twenty twenty two is what we're we're focusing on. It's because it doesn't exist anymore. Right. So, you know, to get into that, that's one of the weird things on the tax code. Little subtle changes that they did not approve for the next tax year go poof. Well, let's uh, talk about that because you were on with Jennifer and Wendy through uh, this past week, mm-hmm. and you said that many will owe more money this year than yes. they did last year. Yes. Let's talk about that. I here's here's a very specific example. We do this show. We've been doing it for two years now, mm-hmm. and you told me about the uh, charitable tax credit, six hundred bucks. Yes, um, married finally jointly. Yes. So I went out and I donated. Five hundred dollars to the backstoppers. Uh huh. We do this backstoppers thing. Yeah. Here at the big five fifty. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a good cause. My brother's a police officer. Yeah. And you know, it's going to the right place. So I donated five hundred dollars and I kept my receipt. And then you told me awesome the other that day you did that, but <laughs> <laughs> that that six hundred dollars you were telling me about that was for last year's tax twenty twenty one. It ended in twenty twenty one. We assumed. That they would, you know, continue the law into 2022, but apparently it was just strictly a COVID thing. Um, 2022, they did not uh, extend that tax law, so the and that was what they called a non-itemizer's um, a charitable contribution. You got 300 or 600. 300 if you're single, 600 if you're married filing jointly. That does not exist. So this is one of those things where I have to let's try to explain this as easy as possible with. The uh, was it Trump tax cuts with the yes. Trump tax law mm-hmm. in 2017? Paul Ryan pushed it through yeah. and then retired right afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Um, really weird. <laughs> but it got rid of itemizing. Yes. So unless you had like tw- what twenty six thousand oh, dollars. Yeah, it's twenty six plus. But what they did was it was it was called SALT, which is state and local taxes, and that's really where most people had the the. The money, in a sense. Um, the problem is they limited that to ten thousand dollars per person, and that's it. So what's in there is your real estate tax. So most people, if you own a home, St. Louis, it's anywhere between four, five, six, seven, and it probably went up higher than what you expected it to for last year. Um, that plus your state and local tax that you actually pay is capped at ten thousand bucks. That just knocked pretty much everybody out of the ability to itemize unless you had really high medical expenses. Mm -hmm. You were extremely charitable, and Mm -hmm. I mean extremely charitable, um, from either cash or what they call non-cash contributions, which is where you clean your basement out one day, take all that stuff to Goodwill, drop it off, get a receipt, and run away. Um, So when he did that, he knocked pretty much everybody out of being able to itemize. And, and again, current administration hasn't changed it. They left it just as is. So you can't itemize unless right. you have twenty nine, thirty, some odd thousand dollars worth of stuff. 
to charitable deduct. contributions, yeah. uh, medical bills. It's, it's got to yeah. add up. That's a lot of money. It's a bunch of money. So most people don't even come close, and they'll just take standard deduction and run with it. So my five hundred bucks to um, backstoppers. My wife uh, does a thousand dollars to uh, nurses for newborns. Yeah, that's just out of the goodness of our hearts. We yes. can't we can't itemize. And again, that so so the concept behind that is again. Yes, the backside of your charitable contribution is a tax deduction, but you're not you're not deducting for the tax deduction. How's that? Right. Um, you still need to be charitable if you're going to give from five hundred or she's going to give a thousand. Still continue that we on as you go. Do forward. it for the tax exactly. cuts. That's you know? that's what I'm getting. At. A lot of people yeah. are like, well, wait, wait, I can give you know three hundred dollars and I get a deduction. You you can um, or you could, I should say. But you can't currently go on forward. So, <laughs> so anybody that that did a charitable donation this year, uh, that was out of the goodness of your heart. Yes. What about this? Let me let me blast open uh, the fourth wall here. Touch the <laughs> third rail. What about church tithing? Is that something that it could is, be written off? But it actually has to hit that hit that standard deduction or greater. So that's why I say if you do church tithing and you're doing 10, 15, 20, and we have many people that do that, um, and they give away a chunk of change a year. You, but it's got to be over like 20, 29,000 plus. Yeah. So it's a combination as you go. It's, the Schedule A is kind of, uh, say, a, a finicky little form. Um, but it's a combination of stuff. So you get if you hit your ten thousand dollar threshold in the first part of it, um, and you had uh, you know thirty thousand dollars in in charitable contributions you gave to the church. Yes, you probably could start to hit that itemization. But that's I mean that's tough. But that's a that's a chunk. You I mean know? it's a chunk of change that you're giving away. Jeff, I'd love to get to the point someday where where I can give twenty nine thousand dollars away yeah. in charity. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to get to the point where I have $29,000 in medical costs. Yeah, no, you don't want to go down that path. <laughs> don't want to get there. But for those out there who do have that, uh, it, it's it's good so, to know. So, but. again, the flip side of that is on the medical side, and everybody remember this, the first 7.5% of your adjusted gross income. So <clears throat> we're going to keep the math simple. So you basically uh, make $1,000 a year. The first 75 bucks of your medical expenses are on you. Anything in excess of 75, 7.5%, you get to start to write off or attempt to write off. Now, remember, part of that is medical premiums that you pay. Let's say that you're older and you have uh, supplements. So you have Medicare supplements. Those count. Um, all that uh, long-term care. So if you have long-term care policies, that gets added in there. Um, if you go to the doctor, and I see a lot, I see some people that are very diligent on this and some people that are not, um, the mileage from you driving from your house to the hospital, your house to the doctor, it's medical mileage. Um, you get to, to try to take a shot at that. Oh, so the concept is for some people, if they're close, we'll say, hey, go back to the drawing board, round up all this junk that you could put on that tax receipt see if you can make the cut. What, so, did, what did you say? Long-term, long-term care, term care premiums. Depending upon your age, there's a percent that you get to take a deduction on that. Off of my insurance? Off of your actual Schedule A under medical. Yeah. So if you have a long-term care policy, and, and I don't have the exact sure. age range, I think it starts at 50 or 55. 
and you get you know 40% of whatever you pay in long-term care premiums, and it works its way up. The older you are, the more that you yeah. get you know from a, a perk in a sense. And here's what I'm taking away from what you just said for the past three minutes. This <laughs> is so complicated that trying to do it on your own is next to impossible. I won't say it's next to impossible, but you got to know tax tax law. No, well, okay. Tax theory. We don't. The just, average, let's just, yeah, average person, <laughs> let's just no. assume. Because the problem is, and, and no offense to TurboTax, um, TurboTax is going to ask you, hey, did you have this, yes or no? And you click that button and you're down a rabbit hole. And if you go the wrong way, most people can't get back right. is the problem. So you go, ah, it's only worth a couple hundred bucks or whatever. I'm not going to mess with it. Again, like you always say, what's your time worth? Yeah, you know, exactly. I mean, if, you, if you're leaving a couple hundred bucks on the table, uh, that's all Jeff really charges yeah, <laughs> to exactly. taxes. I mean, obviously, it's a sliding scale, I'm sure, yeah. at the heart of the tax return. But. The, well, sure. The harder, the more forms, the harder the return. You got yeah. K-1s and partnerships and crazy stuff. Yes, the price is going to go up. You know, I, if you're not doing anything, Jeff says this all the time, if you're not doing anything about your taxes and tax mitigation, he can almost – assuredly find you something something somewhere to keep some more of your money yes so i always say he pays for himself obviously he found us 1200 bucks and that was just one thing that we did with our son's school but there's other things that we're doing and uh, not to mention the the fact that jeff's helping my wife out with uh moving her money around and he just does so many things for us that it's it's just worth it because there is that commercial out there, I've been telling everybody. <laughs> I don't even know who it's for, but it's for one of the tax yeah, things. I just heard it. <laughs> well, there's walking down the hall. <laughs> there's the one on the radio, but there's the one on the TV, and the guy's on the couch sleeping with his baby. And basically, they're saying exactly oh, what yeah. I've been saying yeah. to you. Why do your own taxes exactly when you could be sleeping and taking a nap on the couch with your baby on a Saturday afternoon with your time yeah. off? Rather than trying to fumble through stacks of paper yep. and try to figure out the tax code. What goes where and why. Let Jeff yeah. do it. What's your time worth? What's your weekend exactly. worth? It's not worth this. That's I'll tell you that much. Um, so other ways that before we go to break, other ways that we'll probably owe more money this year than we did last year, child tax credits are changed yeah. too. Stimulus dollars are not out there. There was no stimulus dollars for 2022 given. Um, child tax credit, remember if you had a child under under the age of 17, um, you got two fifty for a seven seven year old to a seventeen year old, and you got three hundred a month under uh, seven age seven. Um, and, and that was coming to us monthly, and that came to you monthly from I believe July first to December first, or yeah, July first or fifteenth or something like that. Um, that was paid to you direct. Well, what they did was in twenty twenty two they dropped that. Our friend uh, uh, what was his name Senator Manchin. No, Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin uh, did not want it in the tax code at all. Killed it, um, <clears throat> and so the problem is, is it drops back to two grand. So you get two thousand dollars a kid now going forward, where it was either you know eighteen hundred bucks, thirty six hundred bucks. That way, now refresh <laughs> my memory. How long have we been doing this? Was that last year or that was, was that two years that ago? That was last year. year and a half. No, that was 2021 that we did that. 2022, that did not so exist. So I don't have that don't for the whole it. year. The whole year. Has it been a year already? It has. Holy cow. <laughs> Time flies, believe me. Okay. It's been a full yeah. year. <laughs> wow. So so, so uh, we were counting on you know 300 bucks a month. Yeah. Um, that's gone now, and Done. now it's just two grand at the end of the yep. year. 
two thousand on a tax return, whereas before they paid you, you know, either eighteen hundred or fifteen hundred for those six months, and then you still got an eighteen hundred or a fifteen hundred dollar credit on your tax return in the past. Yeah. Now it's just two thousand dollars. Can't get it cash. Just two grand. Does it matter the there. age of the kid? Does it yes. matter? Under, uh, technically, under dependent under 24, depending upon income, gets sure. a little tricky when you okay. get up there. All right. Well, thank you, Joe Manchin. Yeah. Uh, you know, now I'm just, my son's not making as much money as he used to. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, a lot of the stimulus money that we had. Um, yeah, you there know, was nothing really in nothing. 22 that they gave out. So, yep. Um, and, um, and we'll talk about this in the next segment, but uh, Joe Biden has announced that he's ending the, the I guess, the COVID emergency yeah. broadcast system, yes. whatever, <laughs> what May you 11th. Call it? Yes. You know, everything's going All away. All clear. Yeah. So, you know, my tests, the free tests that we were getting, um, the free shots, the boosters and everything, yes. that's all going to change. And there's a, probably a lot, of, a lot of things that are changing as well behind there's the lot, scenes. Yeah. Um, so that's coming to an end. So... Did you pay X amount of money in taxes last year? This year, everything's changing. Yes. Especially if you have a bunch of kids. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> so, uh, you'll find out. If you need help with any of this stuff, call Jeff, 636-394-5524. Jeff Zufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Advisor with Capital Advisory Group. Why do your own taxes? Why put yourself through the ringer? So many things that Jeff just talked about now with health care costs, with, um, you know, charitable donations. Did you reach the threshold where you can start itemizing all of these things? It just the more you talk about it, Jeff, the more complicated <laughs> you realize this stuff is. And I can't even imagine trying to sit down this March and trying to put it all together. Yeah. I, I, what I don't know could fill up this entire room and then some. <laughs> And we've been doing this show for two years now. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm talking, I'm levels above the people out there in their car, and I'm yeah. still saying this is this is nuts. You know, <laughs> it's nuts. Who knows? It's supposed how to, to do get this easier, um, yeah. and, and that's never going to happen. It's getting even more trickier as we move forward with like the Secure Act 2.0 that adds, I think it's 85 or 90 new provisions out there, and each oh, one boy. of those has its own little caveats from a tax angle. It's changing even more now. Oh, yeah. And sometimes for the better. Well, it's, uh, the SECURE Act 2.0 is for the better. Um, for the at better. the end of the day, it helps pretty much everybody put more money away. But, again, it's the long-term effects of, hey, I can put more money away, but the IRS knows, hey, we're going to make more money down the road. <laughs> yeah, and, and one of the things is every time they change this, they're not sending someone to my house. Like, no. I'm from the IRS. Here's what's changed and how it affects your situation yeah. specifically. They don't do that. Nope. Nobody's and there so to do that. And so when they do something, a Secure Act 2.0, for the better, yeah. then all of a sudden I'm doing – last time I talked to Jeff was two years ago, and I'm just doing the same old thing. I could be leaving money on the table. On the table. Yep. On the table. So talk to Jeff. Find out where you stand. Uh, a couple of years of tax returns – yeah, a couple of typically, paycheck stubs. Two two years tax returns typically. Um, paycheck stubs um, to start, and then basically we can build you a tax organizer, get it out to you. Find out um, how many kids you have. Yeah, you know it's all kind the, of the twenty questions. How many houses yeah. do you have? How many houses and you know stuff Where do you like work? that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, pretty easy oh, yeah. stuff to bring in. We have all this stuff anyway. Bring it yeah. into Jeff. Let him eyeball it and just say, look, there's at least one, two, three, or four different things that we could we be could doing do. here. Exactly. 
to keep more of what's yours. That's the name of the show. That's the name of the book that Jeff wrote, and it's the name of the lifestyle that that I lead today. I want to keep more of what's mine. I don't mind paying taxes, but not a penny more. More than what you're legally obligated to. 636-394-5524. We'll be back right after this. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Supal. Back in the Big 550, back to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert, sitting here with Jeff Zufall. The idea, keep more money in your pocket, on your paychecks, yes. less money going out to the federal government. There are so many different things that we can do on that front, uh, maxing out our IRA, uh, fully investing in a Roth. 401Ks. 401Ks, yeah. taking advantage of health savings account, taking advantage of flex spending accounts. That's what we do. Uh, call Jeff and say, Fleck, give me the Josh special. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a flex spending account. Um, schooling. You got kids. Mm-hmm. Are they going to go to college? Exactly. Are they going to go to trade school? Yeah. Um, even if they go into the military, save for their schooling. And then if you don't use it, then you don't use it. Exactly. So here's another one that we just stumbled onto, which is part of the, the new SECURE Act. Um, so we have people who are like, oh, I don't want to put too much money in my 529 plan for college because if they don't use it, I have to pay tax on it. The concept now is what they've allowed, and it's it's a lifetime. So say that you get your, your children graduate college, they get free ride, whatever, and you now have this 529. You're like, man, i got to take it out and pay tax on it. So the, Well, the idea is if they would have just left it on their paycheck, they would have paid tax exactly. on it too. Exactly. The government is just saying you saved all this money for school. You didn't end up having to use it. Use it. Maybe your son went to the military. Maybe yeah. your daughter got a full ride to college. Exactly. You're not using it. So if you take it out, then you pay taxes on it. I mean, with fair Hy- is fair. Hypothetically, starting this year, 2023, Secure Act says that you could take out – it's a $35,000 lifetime amount for the beneficiary, which is technically the child. Mm-hmm. So each year, they could take from the 529 6000 bucks, which is their – Roth contribution amount for the year, they take $6,000, move it over, drop it into a 529 plan, or I'm sorry, from the 529 plan to their Roth and not pay tax on it. To the child's exactly. Roth. Yes. So look, oh, this is great. Okay. Uh, you went to the military and, and served our country. Exactly. You get a full ride to college um, paid for by uh, Uncle Sam. And that money that your parents saved can now be transferred tax-free to a Roth to a Roth in, in your, your name. name, up to thirty-five thousand dollars lifetime conversion. And then, the, from what we're reading, and there's no provision out there that says you can't do it yet. You just change the beneficiary, which your, would move oh, kids, yeah, well, move yeah. it back to the parents. I mean, well, your kid. Uh, let's let's stay uh, on the up and up though for the. For the benefit of the yes. children. You <laughs> save this money for your kid. Well, they're not going to use it. I'll take yeah. it back. Uh, you save this money for your kid's schooling. Your son turned out to be a genius and got a full ride. Or yeah. maybe um, this is my dream. My son is the kicker on the Harvard football team. There you go. You know, pie in the sky. Do they have a football team? Yeah. I, I, Dad, I got into Yale. I'd be so disappointed. <laughs> Uh, your kid gets a full ride to college. Yes. You can take that money that you saved for him. Or her, yes, and move it into a Roth savings plan for them for their future. Exactly, and it's still going to benefit them, and it's still being it's still tax deferred. Yes, man. So 
So Boy, that's you look. That's, the federal government actually that's does. That's where things. I say there's some good things in this that are hiding in there. You just need that? to know how to use them. So I need to go kiss Ann Wagner. Yes, right on the lips. <laughs> Um, Corey Bush, yes. Uh, Blaine Lukemeyer, uh, I think he's, he's he's my St. Charles. St. Charles, yeah. that's he's, yeah. that's who my guy is, because yeah. uh, I live out in St. Charles now. And then uh, both of our senators, because I'm sure they helped get that passed through as well. There was, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of push on that one. So. Josh Hawley and the new guy, Eric, uh, give them both big, big yeah. lip kisses. Yeah, there's, and that's just the tip of the iceberg that's in there. Um, Secure Act 2.0. Yeah. There's a lot of new stuff in there. How else would we know about it, Jeff? Let's sat down and read it, and it's a really dry read. So, <laughs> Oh, I bet. I bet it is. I don't want to do that, so I'll just call you, 636-394-5524. Are you contributing to that 529? Exactly. Uh, you know, just know that, well, I think my kid's smart enough, so I'm not going to save for their college. No, put it in you there. You have to. Just put it in there. Uh, you won't pay taxes on it, and hopefully when, when all is said and done, it gets used for schooling. Or exactly. To yeah. a good cause, which is their retirement fund. Um, interest rates. Yes. Inflation. Our friends at the Federal Reserve raise rates uh, Wednesday, another quarter point. Um, so that will be the eighth. So in 2022, they raised rates seven times. And if you look at a chart, um, that is the most aggressive rate hikes uh, going all the way back to the 70s. Mm. Um, so with this last rate hike the other day, uh, we have eight times that they've increased it. Um, so it, it basically, what they're trying to do is knock down inflation. So our true inflation rate as of the other day uh, was, this is as of December. We'll get a new read uh, here shortly, probably next week or so. Um, but we were at 6.5 um, in inflation. So we've been as high as 8 um, we're down into the range of six five as we sit today. So you hear from the White House, hey, we've look what we've done on inflation. It's still six point five. Target is two to two and a half percent from the Federal Reserve max. Um, so what the Federal Reserve is saying is there will be. They didn't quite come out and say that they're pausing yet, but they said there will be a few more minor rate hikes. So. That's what if, if this works perfect, that's what's called a soft landing, which means we avoided a recession and the world didn't come to an end because of what they're doing. Um, and, and I say that sarcastically. <laughs> um, or a hard landing means they miss the mark completely and inflation goes crazy and we go into a full recession. The question, though, is in the late 70s, early 80s, the exact same setup happened that's happening today which is they didn't give an all clear, but back then they did. And then all of a sudden inflation reared its head again and they had to compete and go back through this, this rate hike, you know, multiple times to make it, to knock it down in a sense. So that's the question where we're at. But um, the old adage out there is you can't fight the Fed, which means really you can't be a bond investor, borderline stock investor, if the Fed's raising interest rates aggressively because you're going nowhere. Yeah. So – that's the question of the day is the minute that the Fed says, hey, we're, we're pausing, um, we're not going to raise rates for six months, hypothetically, the market should take off um, just because now you don't have that stranglehold of the Federal Reserve raising rates every other month as we go forward. What's inflation doing right now? So inflation is actually uh, – we were at 7.1. We're at 6.5. Ticking down. Yeah. So it's ticking down. Um, again, if you go to the grocery store – you're going to go, what? They're nuts. It's, not, it's, it's twice that at a grocery store yeah. because this 
calculation for inflation is X food and oil. So minus food, minus oil, minus things that we actually you have to buy every buy day. every day. <laughs> Uh, you know, so Everything lamps, looks great. lamps and cars <laughs> and pillows yeah, yes. and, you know, the stuff that we buy maybe once a quarter. Yeah. That's what they're doing that's the inflation being, numbers on. But if you go okay. to the grocery – I mean, what, I got drawn into going to the grocery store a week ago. I was stunned on prices. Um, and yeah. not saying I'm there all the time. Everybody's talking about eggs. Well, even eggs. I mean, everything. I just walked through it going, wait, wait. It's twice, three times what yeah. it was. So – yeah, my wife famously has said, I never look at the price of anything. She's looking now. Because <laughs> she, she's looking at our finances going, where did all of our savings exactly. go? Exactly. Uh, it's gone to the yep. eggs, honey. Um, I read a story. Uh, ExxonMobil, record profits. Yes. Shell, oil company, record profits. Obviously, yes. the gas and the oil industry, it does what it wants. It exactly. really has no – rhyme or reason to it other than I can uh, the whims of OPEC and the whims of exactly. of whatever. They'll they'll oh they'll say well the Russia invasion that, that really yeah. did it. Record profits. profits. If yes. they had to raise oil prices because it costs them more, then they wouldn't have had record profits. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm looking at other industries though. I read a story that said is our inflation being um, manufactured by greed? Part by, of, by corporate greed. Part of that, you could you could kind of I wouldn't say yes, but I would say last year Chipotle COVID. had record profits. Yeah. Well, if if they're charging me more for a burrito because their shipping costs increase because their exactly. employee costs increase, then it should be a wash uh, hypothetically. But again, at the end of the day, there the, you have to look at it from the corporation standpoint. You have to operate in a profit mode, otherwise you go out of business. So again, if you take it back to COVID, now COVID had a lot to do with this, to really, uh, I say, skew what we're looking at. Um, if you were the widget manufacturer through COVID and your raw material to manufacture the widget went up by 30 cents, you raise your price by 60. You had to to stay competitive. The problem is, is no one's coming along going, oh, wait, let me decrease yeah. that. No, so, we're in a better spot now. Yeah, that's just it's part of the profit. So yeah, we raised the price to ten bucks for a burrito. We're not going back. And that was one of the big things with the Federal Reserve raising interest rates last year. And they kept saying, "Wait, we're not seeing a response from from the economy." It took seven rate hikes in 2022 to finally get the slightest little adjustment in inflation. And that was towards the end of the year. The problem is, is those profits, in to a degree, are built into what's taken place. So it's going to take a little bit to chip away at it, and hopefully if – and again, I don't know the right answer um, – but to get inflation back to a norm, if you want to call it that, should help settle some of that as we go I, forward. I, I still – I just find it crazy, and maybe we're talking too high level here, but I find it crazy that the stock market is liking the fact that I'm spending less money. Um <laughs> Stock market is looking for any any uh, so, any reason any reason to go up, <laughs> right. and there's because there's really no gigantic catalyst out the, there. The country wants me to stop spending so much money. Um, but again, our economy, if you look at any report that's out there, is based upon consumption. Period. Mm -hmm. End of story. That used to be where you used to see the M1 and the M2 and the M3 money, you know, rates in a sense at savings rates, how cash is moving. Um, and today, you don't even you have to dig deep to find those numbers because it's consumption. How much does the how much does the average American consume on an annual basis? And that's what everything in our economy is based upon. 
And as we mentioned last week, you look around the other other economies, Turkey, Argentina, they're at 75 percent, 98 percent. crazy numbers. It's insane out there. England, which is, you know, you always look across the And they just raise rates. To see how they're doing. We're pretty much the same, right? Their interest rates are are their – uh, inflation is is higher than ours. It's a lot higher and they than just ours. they just raised. I think they just raised another half a point. Um, just just the, uh, Thursday, Wednesday, yeah. something like that. Italy's so, at eleven percent. Russia's yeah. at twelve percent. Uh, I don't even know how Russia's economy works. That's that's <laughs> you know they're they're in the middle of a war right now. Um, so also, I wanted to mention while we're talking about the government, federal employees have to go back to work now that Joe yeah. Biden has ended once the he COVID. signs this. COVID, whatever. May 11th, I believe, yeah. is the, the COVID emergencies will all be lifted. We'll have yeah. to start paying for COVID tests again. We'll be yeah. back, to, back to normal. Back to normal. That's the all clear sign. We were looking for that uh, the end of 2020. <laughs> yeah. But uh, federal employees who've been using COVID as an excuse to work from home yeah. will have to go back to work. Yeah. They're going to have to. So, so they'll be sitting in traffic with the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, and maybe buying more gas. Yeah. And maybe going to the quick trip more yep. and, and buying snacks for their desk and all exactly. that stuff. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, all right. Interest rates um, raised again, but not, not a lot. Not ter- it's not, not terrible. terrible. Um, you know, half or I'm sorry, a, a quarter point, 0.25 percent. Yeah. Inflation's um, coming down. Inflation's slowly coming down. Slowly. So. But and again, even uh, Janet Yellen said, I think in her little um, press conference, whatever you want to call it, she said inflation will be around for a while. Um, I don't think that they're going to knock this out in the next six months, you know, or towards the end of the year. I think that it's over the next couple of years, it's still going to be out there. Um, And again, but the inflation rate that the Federal Reserve gives us is X food and oil. So it doesn't even put it into the equation. Yeah. All right. And then uh, we'll go to a commercial break, but I just want to remind everybody, if you want Jeff to do your taxes for you this year, don't submit your taxes too soon Yes, because the numbers that you're getting from your E-Trade account, the numbers that you're getting from your... Uh, whatever account they they're just rough numbers for now. Yes. Um, wait till the final numbers come in. Wait until you have all your documents in a row, and then file. Because yeah. the last thing you want to do is send out an e file and then realize oh, I had a ten ninety nine here that I didn't yeah, submit. I overlooked. Well, if you have one, the government's got a matching yep. one, and if you didn't include it, they're going to sit there and say, "Well, what? yeah, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute." You know, I always talk to Jeff. I say. Why are we playing this game of, of why don't you tell me what you need? The government <laughs> knows all of this stuff, and they are, are it's, the, it's the honesty game. It's, yes. All right. It's on your honor. So, I mean, the, the, our tax, our tax uh, system is based upon on your honor. On your honor. Which means, hey, if I made this money, I'm supposed to report it. The problem is what the IRS sees is there's a lot of people not reporting it. Yeah. So that's why they're going to kick up or hypothetically kick up the enforcement side. We'll, we'll see over the next few years. But. The government has what you made. The government has what you spent. The government has what you, you earned yes. uh, from uh, brokerage accounts. It has all your 1099s. It has everything. And everything. then they sit here and say, all right, now send in your taxes. Yeah. And, and we'll let's, see if you're we'll right. We'll see if they match. <laughs> we'll see if you're right. And then if, if you're not right, then you yeah. get sent down a chute and maybe get on Well, because the, if, if it's not, they kick off this thing that says, and it says, report. There's a notice that they send you saying, we think that you owe more tax. And it says, reported by you. 
reported by others. And there, it's a, a list of all your W-2s, 10-A-9s, you name it. It's and then all there's there. one reported by me, and then and there's you're like, reported by others. Uh-oh. I, I made a mistake. I overlooked some things. Yeah, and it's like, oh, sorry. Right. So uh, do your taxes. Do them right. And if you, you get uh, troubled or you're like, I'm, I'm not smart enough to do these, and I do want to take advantage of keeping more of my money, Give Jeff a call, 636-394-5524. Spend your spring with your family. Cleaning out the garage. Cleaning out the garage. Uh, <laughs> having fun. Using your weekend for your weekend. Let Jeff handle everything else. 636-394-5524. Capital Advisory Group. We'll be back right after this. Keep What's Yours continues with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Supal. Back of the Big 550 KTRS, back to Keep What's Yours with Jeff Zufall. I'm Josh Gilbert. Just a couple minutes left, Jeff. And uh, over the week, I uh, did a segment with Heidi. Mm-hmm. Apparently, jock tax yes. is coming up. And jock yeah. tax is when athletes, professional athletes, come to town. Yes, sir. Uh, it's also entertainers like comedians, yeah. bands, musicians. Yeah. They come to town. They play a show in St. Louis. And they leave. And whatever they earned while they were in town... They to have be. to pay local taxes. Yes. So sports people, you know, yeah. Major League Baseball, gosh, they pay 82 games on the road. Yeah. They're, and that's they're paying tax all over the place. Somebody found a, a paycheck stub in the Cubs locker room for Andrew McCutcheon. <laughs> I think he was playing for the Pirates at the time. And it said, you know, I mean, this was in May. So it only had a you know a couple of <laughs> and it said uh, taxes paid in Missouri taxes paid in St Louis yes not only did St Louis city tax the St Louis one percent earners yeah. tax yeah. so you know it was five percent for Missouri another extra one yeah. percent for St Louis, Louis. Yeah. Um, they I think they played in Kansas City Cincinnati mm-hmm. it showed it on there and I was like well this doesn't look that bad you hear all these horror stories this doesn't look that bad and then I saw at the begin at the bottom of the list it said C page. Two for more. <laughs> of the list, exactly. Yeah, because it yeah. just keeps going and going. Yes. Have you ever run into this, Jeff? Have I, you ever I seen... haven't. Th- those are people that are – I mean, I've seen it. I just haven't physically done it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are people that are traveling the country that are you know, playing in the entertainers. Um, and they have their own people that know the game on how to play the numbers and make sure that everything's done correctly. And, and so. from what I was reading in this article, uh, it basically said if you just taxed the person – because when, when he plays for Pittsburgh and when he's here in St. Louis, exactly. he doesn't play, pay Pittsburgh taxes. Exactly. Because he, he was playing – pays here. Plays exactly. Missouri tax. Or if he goes to Kansas City and he plays in Kansas City, he's going to pay whatever KC's tax rate is. So the article said if they just paid their own city state tax the entire year – and the players from the other team paid theirs, it would almost be a complete wash. Yes. But they're probably, making us yeah. – Probably would, but there's some states' done, taxes yeah. doesn't have a state tax. California, California is, is really crazy. high, though. Florida. The Florida is, is not a thing. Yeah. Texas is you'd not think, a thing. You'd think all those guys would be flocking to play for the Marlins. Yeah, I want to play for the <laughs> Rangers. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'm sure they get you somewhere. Yeah, you they know, do. They'll get you somehow. Yeah. But so, that goes far, not only you know athletes – like you said, entertainers, bands coming in, they all pay that goofy, the state tax plus the whatever the city tax, you know, 1% for St. Louis. So if you earned it here, you pay it. you're paying it yes. here. 
So yeah. that's kind of their thought process on it. And uh, it, they did do the math, and it was like a 1% differential here or there if they yeah. just paid their exactly Whatever they Every St. Louis Cardinal pays St. Louis tax for yeah. the entire season. Not, yeah. so it would just be kind of negligible here and there. But 1% of someone making $37 million a year. Exactly. There's a chunk of change. There's a chunk of change there. <laughs> so um, the jock tax kind of weird. But you were telling me the Wayfair tax. Yeah. Someone who sells from an Etsy store. So if you're selling to cross the country into Canada um, and you're selling to different zip codes, Wayfair tax, was it was a giant court case in the day. Um, basically, where Wayfair, they're saying, hey, you sell all over the place to different zip codes. You're going to have to pay sales tax in those different areas. So kind of a, a weird scenario. It's got some caveats to it. Um, but if anybody's selling stuff like that, um, make sure that you're reporting. You're, you're, you know where your clients are in a sense, what zip codes they're in, um, to make sure to see if it applies to you or it doesn't apply to you. That's something to really watch, though, because um, there's so many people now today that are doing, you know, stuff from their home. Uh, they may manufacture selling stuff, selling yeah. dog collars, yeah. selling you uh, know. all kinds of stuff, and they're selling it all over. And the question is, you know, are, and I ask this question: Do you, you know, do you collect sales tax? And they go, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. So that's so. that's the thing. But if I'm based in St. Louis and I have an Etsy store where I'm making T-shirts and sending them all over the country, yeah. Um, the sales tax needs to be not where I'm based. But Hypothetically, it's where the clients where are. Where the clients yeah. are. So I got somebody so. in Seattle that ordered a T-shirt from me. I'm charging them Seattle sales tax. Yeah. Well, how the heck would I know that? You look it up. It's all out there. Okay. Uh, it's no different than there is a, uh, what is it, New Mexico has a, uh, depending upon the zip code that you're in, in, in New Mexico, a I guess it's a gross um, uh, uh, income tax. So if you have somebody that's selling through New Mexico um, and they basically you got to add, depending upon the zip code that they're selling to the client in, they got to add 4%, 35 5.5. It's all crazy numbers that have to be added on top of whatever the bid is, in a sense, just to cover their gross uh, receipt tax. So if I made 100 sales, I'm going to have to theoretically do 100 different... Hypothetically, there's there's certain areas that you could, I say, pull it all together, if you want to call it that. But it's something to worry about. So if anybody's out there listening and you are selling across the country... Um, Make sure that you you know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> charge them, charge them sales tax because you don't yes. want to have to pay for it on the yeah. back end, and you don't want to be yeah. Because then you got to eat the spread on it. Yeah, so. yuck. Yeah. We don't want to do that, and we don't want to have to make our taxes for Jeff any more difficult than they already are. Jeff Zufall will do your taxes for you, so you can have fun this spring and not have yes. to worry about it. So bring him all your information. Let him take care of it. Six three six three nine four five five two four, and he specializes in small businesses. Yes. You got a small business that you're running, and you're thinking to yourself, well, on paper it says we should have more money than we do, <laughs> and you know the kitty is is it's empty. Yep. <laughs> What's what am I missing? Jeff can do a, a full audit of your small business and find out where you're bleeding money, where you're making money, exactly, and how to mitigate the bleed and amplify the make. Yes. I'm sure that there's better words for that. There's but. way better words for that. <laughs> <laughs> money go up. Yep, yeah, money go up. Bad money, money go down. Yeah. Uh, so give Jeff a call on that as well. 636-394-5524. Keep what's yours. Jeff, 
We'll see you next week. You betcha. Thank you. You've been listening to Keep What's Yours with Josh Gilbert and Jeff Sufall, Senior Tax Strategist and Wealth Manager at Capital Advisory Group. To learn more, call 636-394-5524 or visit capitaladvisorygrp.com. 